0: Good morning. Um, I've been asked uh, to talk to you this morning um, about the passage we read earlier and how it helps us to understand the mission and purpose of the Bible Society in Northern Ireland, both at home and overseas. Uh, You'll remember that I think it was about two years ago the director of the Bible Society of Northern Ireland came here and spoke to the congregation. And I think quite a number of people here support the work of the Bible Society. Um, So, just to set the passage that we read into context, uh, this passage took place at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. Uh, He had been baptized uh, by the prophet John, Uh, he had been anointed by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit had come upon him at that time, um, and he had been through his period of temptation in the desert. So now he's beginning his ministry, he's returned to Galilee, and he has begun teaching and preaching in the synagogues, and everybody in the place is talking about him, uh, and they're all saying good things about him and his ministry. So as we begin our passage, he has come home to his hometown of Nazareth. Oh, oh it's very small, you're not going to be able to read that. Uh, He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom and he stood up to read. Now we know that Jesus throughout his ministry sometimes challenged religious customs. Um, He wasn't always a fan of things that were just routine. But here he sets us a clear example for us to meet with others in worship and to read the Bible. And that's because these are customs which serve the kingdom, uh, which serve the growth of his kingdom in our world. Sadly, uh, these customs are declining in our own country, with a minority of people attending worship, and few are still reading their Bibles. Uh, recently, um, I watched an episode of The Chase on television. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Um, There was a young lady who was answering the questions for her cash builder and the question came uh, in the Bible which prophet received the Ten Commandments and the girl replied really quickly and with immense confidence Mohammed So the Bible Society recognizes this problem and works at home to point people to God's Word One example of this is through a partnership with an organization called The Amazing Journey. This is a specially designed series of interactive Bible storytelling experiences for children in primary schools. Amazing Journey visits schools all over Northern Ireland to bring God's story to life through a really interactive presentation which covers the big stories of the Old Testament, the life of Jesus, and the life of Paul. It's run by the youth department of the Baptist Church, and it's a real opportunity to teach children the message of the Bible. The Bible Society works in partnership with them to provide gospels. I think it's usually the Gospel of Luke and the Acts um, for each child uh, attending the journey. And that could be up to 30,000 children a year Children will also receive the offer of a free uh, big word for kids New Testament, which is also provided by the Bible Society. In the passage, Jesus reads from Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. To set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then in verse 21, he began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus was anointed to go, not not to the people that were already okay. He was anointed to go to the poor, to go to prisoners, to the blind and to the oppressed. And the year of the Lord's favor refers to a time of jubilee, which was every seven years in in Israel. It was a time when uh, prisoners were let out of jail early, when um, land that had been somehow lost was returned to its original owners. And every 49 years, which is seven times seven, this was done even more so. So people who had inherited land and lost it many years before had it returned to them. So this was a really important festival in Israeli life. This prophecy, he says, is fulfilled in him. He is the way to freedom for all people. Now, the people of Nazareth rejected Jesus, and indeed they tried later on in this uh, passage, in the, later on in the story, they tried to throw him off a cliff, not just because they didn't understand who he was, but because he made it clear in this teaching that this blessing wasn't just for Israel, but it was for everyone. When we become Christians, uh, we can't just sit back and relax, confident of our own salvation. We become part of the church, part of the body of Christ, and we, we must accept the anointing that Jesus received. This is our mission. Our mission is to step out to help those in need and to proclaim the good news to all people. We know in our world that the church often grows fastest uh, where the need is greatest. The message of an eternal savior and an eternal hope is powerful indeed. But the message the gospel brings is not just about spiritual freedom, it's about physical and emotional freedom too. The Bible Society answers this call to go to need They work with 147 other Bible societies all over the world, running thousands of ministries, sharing the name of Jesus with people in need. And many of the projects obviously also then have a practical element, uh, such as literacy teaching, trauma counseling, HIV AIDS awareness, children's breakfast clubs, medical care, or disaster relief. One example of this is the Light of the Amazon project in Brazil. The Light of the Amazon is a medical boat. It travels up and down the Amazon River bringing scriptures and greatly needed medical assistance to riverside communities. They find poverty, poor hygiene, disease, illiteracy, and much more besides. Yet when God's word breaks in, Communities are drastically changed. In the last 10 years, the boat has made about 400 trips, reaching 200,000 people, and bringing medical help. They bring Bible resources, prayer, pastoral care, and above all, the love of Jesus. The Amazon River flows through rainforests of seven South American countries, including Brazil. And there are loads of small communities uh, found there. And they live on shelters which are consulted on, constructed, the good word constructed, on stilts under the canopy of the rainforest. They live in really poor conditions and they rely on the river not just for travel, but for washing, for drinking, for cooking, and for cleaning. However, there are no sewage systems and no waste collection service, so the river is also used to dump their waste. So the main resource for these communities is also their main source of disease. With infection and disease levels high and little or no access to healthcare, the levels of sickness and mortality are extreme. In these communities, the Bible Society of Brazil has been working since 1962. Uh, This is the hospital boat. Um, It's specially designed with medical consultation rooms, with a lab, and a pharmacy, and it brings assistance that would otherwise be unavailable in these areas. They do medical checkups and medical tests. Um, you can get your teeth sorted out. Uh, they have lab services. You can get a physiotherapist there. Um, they teach. In, they teach. Um, health awareness, or things around uh, dental health, around nutrition, and you can even get your hair cut on the boat, uh, and they do also recreational activities uh, for children, With and they provide meals and spiritual teaching. The communities are really welcoming uh, of the spiritual teaching and the distribution of Bibles. Uh, the majority of people visited uh, haven't previously owned a Bible And to hear the words of Jesus brings them a purpose, and it brings them faith. The volunteers also provide fun activities for the children. They do puppet theater performances, and there are hordes of children that flock to the boat, and they're given snacks and toys and toothbrushes and, of course, Bibles. Uh, The boat is run mainly by volunteers who give up their time to serve God, and to meet the needs of these communities, from doctors to dentists to hairdressers and cooks. The team comes together to bring these services to the people. Uh, This is Rosette. Uh, She's 32, and she's originally from the Fero de Benedito community, and she spoke of her experience. Uh, My first contact with the Bible was 10 years ago through the Light in the Amazon program. Before the boat, There were no Bibles in my community. The Word of God is very important in our lives. Uh, It helps me to raise my children and improves family relations in general. By reading the Bible, my faith grew because it made me believe even more in God. I mentioned earlier about literacy. Literacy is a big problem throughout the world, uh, with many people unable to read at all. (coughs) Pardon me, excuse me. There's not much point in giving people Bibles if they can't read them. So for many years now, the Bible Society have used several different approaches to try and break down uh, the barrier to the Bible that literacy co- causes. So one of these methods uh, they use to tackle this barrier is to help establish Bible listening groups. Um, they have these little radio-like, <coughs> excuse me, these little radio-like devices which are called proclaimers. And they're used to enable groups to gather around and listen to God's word. Proclaimers are very tough. They're designed to recharge by winding them up or by solar power. Uh, so they don't need to be connected to the mains and they don't need to have batteries changed. And this brings many people the opportunity to listen to the New Testament. The Bible societies work with volunteers from local churches Uh, Training them to run a program called Faith Comes by Hearing. Uh, This works by gathering a group together at least once a week um, to listen to a set passage of the Bible and to have a discussion about it. Many groups are set up throughout churches, uh, through churches, uh, but Bible societies have also been able to encourage listening groups in other settings, such as hospitals, schools, and prisons. I want to finish with a story from a prison in Toga. These are the words of Daida, a 40-year-old prisoner. Excuse me. <coughs> he says, I was invited to listen to the proclaimer. At first, I said no. I used to be angry and not forgive people. When I finally did listen to the proclaimer, I heard Matthew 6. I listened to it and I asked them to play it again. My heart started to beat and I knew that something was wrong. I listen to it every week now. My weakness is gone. Now, if someone hurts me, I will play them the proclaimer. It is clear that God can speak to us through the scriptures if we have ears to hear. Jesus used the scriptures in this passage and throughout his ministry to lead people to understand who he was and to hear God's word. We who have open access to the Bible can become deaf to its truths, or we can take it for granted, or even reject it like the people in the passage did. I would ask you today to consider when you were last really moved in the way that Dada was when you read the Bible. I would encourage you, as Patty did at the enrollment service the other week, um, to read the scriptures, not just with open ears, but with an open and a listening heart. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all the Christians throughout the world who work hard to spread your gospel and to bring the poor and the lost to you. We thank you for the work of the Bible Society in Northern Ireland and for all those who support them throughout the world, and we ask that you continue to bless their labours. We ask all this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Amen.